This episode of the TDLA Podcast is brought to you by Tony's Mugging Service. Hey, I'm Tony, and uh, I mug people for a living, and I'm really good at it. So if you know someone who did you wrong, or they owe you money, or they're stalking your sister or your girlfriend, just hit me up, and I'll take care of it no problem. You can even be specific about the details of the mugging, like I can go bare fist, or if you want me to use a weapon, you can choose what weapon. Uh, if you if you want me to leave them a message, or you want them to know you sent me, or we can keep it anonymous and just teach them a lesson, bing bang boom, nobody knows nothing. Also, if you want me to break something, like an arm or a leg, or knock out a tooth, I can do that too, but it'll cost you a little extra. The only thing is, I don't kill people. I'm not a hitman. I mean, I do hit people really hard, but I don't kill them, and that's usually what hitmen do. But yeah, other than that, pretty much anything else goes. So, if you know someone who could use a little lesson in humility, you know, come to Jesus, I'm the guy to make that happen. So let me know, I'll be around. You can usually find me at Pagliacci's on Sunset, but if I'm not there, let the bartender know you're looking for Tony, and then I'll find you. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hello and welcome, dear listener, to this rousing edition of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. Today, the dudes share stories about recent celebrity encounters in a very dude in L.A. manner. Then they review some recently watched films and Watson opens up about his recent revelation regarding relationships. Alliteration aside, after that, the dudes play Pitch and Flicks and Sean shares his recent idea for his film about aliens discovering a human baby. Then the dudes play Don't You Dare Laugh and try not to laugh at a kid yelling at the rain. Then they answer listener emails and talk about sociopaths. Finally, the dudes close with a short story from Reddit's writing prompts about a couple on their anniversary. All that and more on this Wow, 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 episode of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. Get it, get it, get it, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. The TDLA podcast is back. Good. Woo! That's right, we're back. We're hitting it. Yeah! The applause, because the audience is here. Live audience. Uh, This is is doubling as a promo, because I'm filming this right now. So the fun thing is, if you're watching this right now, and then you go back and watch the podcast, whoa, that's crazy. You're, like, watching it, and then you go see a podcast, and oh my gosh, Inception. And you can watch the YouTube video when we put that up. You can watch the YouTube video. You know, media is just, like, so crazy (sighs) these days. But you know what else is crazy? Um... Genocide. Well, genocide <laughs> is in life, so technically we're both right. Um, yeah. Sean, so, oh, it's been so long. Let's first start off up top and just say I, we apologize. <laughs> I pers- Me personally, I apologize. To the audience, it's been a crazy little while for me. I got sick. Was it last week? Or... Yeah, I think it was last week. It was last week because it was Todd's party. Yep. yep. No worries. Hopefully it wasn't sick for reasons we've talked about. <laughs> Inside yeah. jokes, baby. Watson can hang, people. I can hang, dogs. <laughs> I don't mess how with many, them drugs. How many marijuanas did you have? I had secondhand marijuana. <laughs> JK. Thank you, Mom. Watson's still a good sober man. I am a good sober dude. Good silver, silver? I'm a good silver sober man. Yeah, he's earned a silver uh, ranking in his soberness. Sobriety. Thank you. Yep. 
that would be funny. A sobriety, <laughs> or, or like a sober, what do you call them? Like AAA, but for people who haven't drinking at all. <laughs> They're just supporting each other that they still haven't drink. Yeah, you're just an OG. <laughs> just walk into an AA meeting and be like, ha! <laughs> I win. Oh, man. We're going to get into AA meetings here in a second, but first off, Sean, um, well, hit him with it. First of all, audience, thanks yes. for coming here. Give yourself oh, another yes. round of applause. Everyone. Thank you. Always a live audience. Every show. Yep. And, uh, Thank you to Tony's Mugging Service. Yeah. You know what I loved about Tony's Mugging Service? It it seemed a lot of times we get these promos. It's very much like planned and like very like, you know, scripted. This didn't feel scripted. It just felt like, you know, it just came from this dude's heart. Yeah. Well, you know, I was having lunch with him because we were talking about the promo and I was like. You used his service. Well, he gave us each a free service. You haven't used yours yet. No, I haven't. I just, I was wondering if you've actually used yours. Okay, so yeah, I actually used my free service. I was trying to figure out when the right time would be and who it would be. Yeah. And then a couple days ago, I was at a restaurant. Okay. And uh, my waiter never filled my freaking order. (laughs) I had to ask him. I had to ask him one time, and so I thought, okay, I shouldn't have to ask again. Now he knows. Yeah. Had to ask again. Damn. So uh, let's just say he's never gonna forget again. Damn. And he's also never gonna eat solid food. So thanks, uh, Tony's Mugging Service. Hello. Um, yeah, thank you. I don't know if I'll use your service, but I guess never say never, you know? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we were at lunch talking about it, and he's like, you know what? I'm feeling it right now in the moment. Just turn your camera on. So I, oh, I turned so it on, I filmed him, and that's what that was. Oh, he was just riffing. Nice. So, But it kind of sounds like he's kind of given this pitch before, so. Yeah. He, speech impediment is a bitch, though, I will say. I, I think he's trying to save up for a speech therapist. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, let's hopefully uh, do that. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, oh, I don't, it's been probably close to a month since we've recorded. And how how's it been? How's it been? Oh man, my, it's been all right. It's it's uh, I mean it's it's October. We're deep in October, as Scott Ackerman would say. <laughs> um, so for me, things have been good. Uh, work's crazy. I mean, I know I say that all the time, but, like, it's the fall shows, so we've been getting a lot of stuff going for that. And I've been hitting Halloween hard. I'm very happy with all the Halloween shenanigans that I've been doing. Oh, yeah, you um, did something yesterday. I did. I went to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, the performance thing. Uh, if you haven't done it, please do it. Like, it's... it's. Uh, have you done it? No, they used to Dude. do it at Tower in Salt Lake, right. didn't they? Yeah, I had a few friends who would do that. So if you're from Utah, you should go check it out there. They do a great show. Um, but yeah, here... So I did it in Chicago, and that was actually the first... So last year, did it in Chicago. It was the first time I've ever seen Rocky Horror, ever. Oh, wow. Have you seen and Rocky Horror? it was a live thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But you haven't seen it performed. Oh. oh we should go soon. Um, so but they, so they play the movie while they perform it? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's all these, like, things that you say, you throw stuff, you you know, all that fun stuff. So it was great. I dressed up as uh, Brad. And, uh, yeah, what's, what's crazy is the theater, just really quick, the theater there uh, actually does it every single weekend. Like, like even year-round. Even not October? And... Yeah. Wow. Year-round. So, but obviously October is their most busiest. Uh, but, yeah. I guess I would say that it's not for the not for the faint of heart. I mean, if you've seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, you should know what to expect. But, like, 
yeah, people get really into it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if that's not something you're into, then don't do it. But but yeah, I've done Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, that was in September though, so I want to go again and uh, just been watching horror movie after horror movie. So sweet. Yeah, man. What about you? What about me? Um, wow, a lot of things, man. Uh, working on projects, still working at Best Buy, but we've got you know got some things in the works. I'm almost cool. finished with a project that I've been chugging away at slowly. Sweet. And um, looking forward to getting started on our stuff. Yeah, totally. And uh, you know, kind of been seeing somebody. We can throw that oh, out there. Oh, there it is. Nothing. Uh, much to say too much. Just go, uh-huh. it's going really well. It's going well. I guess I can say like I wasn't looking for anything. Uh-huh. Maybe, and I'm sure we've talked about it on the podcast. Right? But we like, have. I'm not really. I wasn't really looking for anything. I was on dating websites, and I would go out on dates. But that was that was kind of as far as it went for me. It was just a nice night out with somebody, you know. And yep. Um, this like has, there was a click that I hadn't really felt with anyone, and this you know this person is. They're cool. They're doing cool stuff with their life, which which I really respect, and um, we just we get along really well. So, Dope. but we've been you know we've been hanging out. We we got one last good day at the beach before fall settled in, mm-hmm. and they um, they're part of the the Disney holiday parade this this season. Yeah, and so they they can get like four people into Disney, so they would like to. Do like a group thing while during Halloween, so we yep. should go do that. I'll do it any day. Just let me know. I'll take off work <laughs> for Halloween Disney. I will take off work. Yes. So we're thinking because uh, she just went to a party and got like a pink wig for it. So she's like, "Well, what, what kind of couple costume could we do?" And I was like, "How about Starfire and Robin?" Boom. So do it. Thinking that nice. That would be fun. That would be fun. Well, I hope we get to see that. We have to. You better post pictures on our Instagram because we haven't posted anything Pixar didn't in a happen. while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pixar didn't happen. Well, that's cool, man. Let's see what else. Um, I heard here. that you also have a pretty. You met someone pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, well, did I already tell it? Because you know, I work at the Best Buy in Culver City, and so it's kind of like the middle of everything. Yeah. And I think I already talked about Craig Robinson came in from the office. I believe he, he came did in one day. Yeah. And then. Um, just a couple of nights ago, um, I'm in, like organizing all the phone cases because that's like the most disorganized oh, section in the deal. store. Because people just pull them off, look at them, and put them on the wrong peg all day long. And so, yeah, that, we always got to keep an eye on it. But anyways, I'm in there, and someone's just like, hey, can I ask you a question? I look over, and I recognize the, the dude's face, but I didn't know where. <laughs> My initial reaction was like, oh, this, this person's an actor. I know this is an actor. It was a young guy. He's younger yeah. than me. But I was like trying to think, what was it? What was it? And so I'm helping him look for this phone case and um, couldn't find the one he's looking for. So he like strolls over to the Apple section, which isn't far from, from me. And he's looking at the new iPhones and stuff. And um, I so I just walk over there and I'm like, hey, you're you're an actor. Or so and I was like, I recognize you. And he's like, yeah, I was like, are you an actor? And he's just like, well, everyone in LA is an actor. <laughs> just plays it off. And I was like, yeah, yeah. but... But you look familiar, like, uh, where would I recognize you from? <laughs> and in the Apple section, there's just, like, a big-ass TV that's showing all these different promos. And he just pointed at the TV. <laughs> and the promo that was on at the, nice. that moment 
was a Ready Player One promo. Amazing. <laughs> it was Ty Sheridan, the main kid from Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah. And I was just, was just like, like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't believe I didn't re- realize that. But his hair's lighter in person. He's, his hair's pretty brown in uh, Ready Player One. But mm-hmm. he still has kind of a recognizable face, like a distinct face. So I'm surprised I wasn't like, oh, shit. Yeah. But... Uh, so That's yeah, dope. he was he was a nice guy, and uh, we were able to talk for a little bit because I was like, oh, you know, was there like a lot of motion capture involved? He's like, yeah, sure, lots of that green screen stuff. And I was like, because I had just helped a gentleman in my mobile department like set up a phone who works in motion capture for for movies. Very cool. So I talked to him about that, and he's like, oh, what was his name? And I didn't remember his name, but. <laughs> But the, that dude, the motion capture dude, he's uh, he's working on the new Avatar movie. Oh. He worked with Andy Serkis on a lot of stuff. Hey. Who who uh, played Gollum, and he's he was in the new Planet of the Apes movies and stuff. Andy Serk. Um, but yeah, so that was that was cool. You just run into people, you know. I think he's also uh, excuse me, sorry, I, I went way far away from the mic. I was talking. I think he's also Cyclops now. He's Cyclops in the the new X Men, yeah. and I, he was in that uh, like. The Boy Scouts Guide to Zombie Apocalypse or something. Scouts Guide to Zombie Apocalypse. Guide, yeah. I believe he played Ben Gowdy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm looking. So at those his are kind of the IMDb. three ones that I I saw when I checked out his IMDb that I recognized. Nice. But yeah, I mean he's only like 22. He's a young kid. He's Damn. Been, he's doing pretty well for himself. So yeah, if you're a star, of, especially Ready Player One, I mean you're pretty set. I think so. Yeah. So shout out to That's Ty cool. if you ever want to come on our podcast. You know. Yeah, yeah, come on in. <laughs> Uh, I also got to meet a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, I didn't really get to meet him, unfortunately. But, uh, th- I, I mean, so uh, I have a friend from my improv group. Shout out to Amina if she's listening. I don't know if she does. But uh, she, she's she been inviting me to these screenings because she volunteered at the Los Angeles Film Festival. Nice. And we got to see two films. Uh, well, now three films, which were really awesome. And how I talked about AA meetings, <laughs> yeah, not too far off. We saw... A movie called Beautiful Boy, which stars mm. uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, nice. So, but I thought it was, since it was after the film festival that I was just going to be a normal like screening, like before it comes out. So we go and see it, and then they come, like someone comes up, is like, "All right, I hope you enjoy this, and uh, I hope you stick around because afterwards we have the director and uh, Steve Carell." And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, I thought you knew that." I was like, "No, wow. <laughs> I did not. Like, this is insane." So watch the whole movie, and Beautiful Boy is, like, about addiction to, like, crystal meth. Oh, wow. It's very, like, serious, intense. I wouldn't intense. have guessed that. Yeah. It's about – why it's called The Beautiful Boy is it about it's about a dad who, like, watches his son slowly but surely just get addicted more and more to crystal meth. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And Steve Carell plays, as, you know, the dad, and, like, it's – oh, it's just – Right in the feels? Yeah. I'd <laughs> say. Especially if if you've – if anyone's out there experience any kind of addiction uh like i have some addiction unfortunately stuff that's happened with my family and it's just uh yeah it's just depressing and it, and it doesn't sugarcoat anything man it's just like it's just how it is and so but it's called beautiful boy yeah because it's about and then he does sing beautiful 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 boy he's like oh. sings it to his kid who's sleeping mm. but we don't need to go into that too far. It was pretty cool. He answered questions and then like he was really nice. Like people ran up to the front and he like stopped and took time and was really excited, at least seemed really excited to meet people <laughs> and I didn't want to go up there and you know, like even though I was freaking out, but like 
if no one was doing it, I might. But if since everyone was, I was like, eh, all right, well, yeah. So it's probably good, but yeah, it's still a cool experience, especially since you weren't expecting it. You know, pleasant oh, surprise. Yeah. And obviously, Steve Carell's like is like up there as one of my favorite. For sure. Uh, oh, which reminds me, did you see the trailer for uh, Vice? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, a teaser, mm. right? A little teaser. Well, no, there, there's a full trailer now. There was a little teaser, and they did a full trailer. I'm going to have to check that oh, out Oh, Sam Rockwell as George Bush is just all I ever wanted. <laughs> He's killing it, man. Yeah. I mean, it looks... Sam Rocky, man. Yeah. I love him. Uh, Didn't you uh, run into another celeb at work? Food trucks? I did, indeed, <laughs> yes. Uh, I told you about that? Yeah, well, when I mentioned Ty, you kind of brought it up. When I mentioned when you mentioned Ty, when I met that I met that I met Ty. Oh right! So oh, that's so funny. I just texted it to you. That's probably yeah. why I don't remember it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I did. I met. So I can't really explain, unfortunately, how this happened because I feel like that would be bad. But basically, uh, Jessica Alba works <laughs> uh, works close by. That's all I can really say, and. We were at the food truck. I was at the food trucks, and uh, she had her kids around her. And one of the kids, like, bumped into me on accident. And I was just like, oh, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. And she came up, and she's like, she like touched me. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was just she like. She touched you? I don't, yeah. I just imagine just, you know, Jessica was just gorgeous. And just imagine her being this close and touching you. Wow. <laughs> I was just like. Oh, my God. I just like, yeah, just sunk to the floor. The floor. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was great. She She's like everybody's cool. celebrity crush. I know, yeah. There's well, more cool. I wish I could say as why she was there, but it doesn't have to do with anything with movies, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, yeah. There's a strip club nearby, right? No. Just, kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, Jessica. <laughs> she's her Sin City days are over. She's a, yeah, no, she's a classy girl. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a few uh, fun little announcements I think uh, that have happened. Oh yeah. Uh, um, also. Ahead. I've got some additions to my family. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm I'm officially an uncle. Yay. Wait, like for the first time? Yeah, one sec. Yay. <laughs> one sec. Yeah, I was one waiting for the audience, audience to yeah. he, acknowledge this. He literally stood up and just opened his arms, just waiting yeah. for them to applaud. <laughs> they were all picking their noses and stuff, like got their phones out. Thanks, yep. people. Thanks. Um, I think I announced, baby, that my sister was pregnant or something. but I think so. Yeah, so baby Isabella is born. Um, shout out, and I'm excited. I still haven't met her yet. Um, they live in Arizona, so oh, hopefully gotcha. I can go see them soon. And and then Meeks, who you've probably heard us talk about on the show, if you've been following, he's written into the show. Yep, talked about him. He had his second child, who hey. uh, is his first is his first daughter. He which has he's, a, which he's a named TDLA. <laughs> Tidilla, yeah, Tidilla. Yeah, Tidilla. <laughs> uh Everest. So. What's his name? What's his last name? Meeks. That's his last name. Yeah. Is Meeks? Oh. <laughs> Tidilla Meeks. <laughs> Tidilla Meeks. Yeah, Everest Meeks. So nice. Shout out, peeps. Um, yeah, and since we're in the shout out mood, uh, Todd, who's yes. been on the show a few times, hot uh, toddy, hot toddy, yesterday <laughs> uh, proposed to his gal, uh, Bomi. Oh, me. I, I need to name. get used to that. I'm still not because it's changed again. Oh, yeah. It's, it was Ash, which is her real name. Or no, it's Ashley. Yeah. And it was Ash, and now it was Bomi, and then it's 
Rohima? No, no, no. Nope, Rohima is, <laughs> is Ty. Ah. I'm going to call her Ash. Yeah, we'll have Todd explain what, what, what the name is all about. Uh, yeah. Spiritual thing. Spiritual stuff. But yeah, congrats to them because they've been dating for a while and now like three years, I think. And uh, and now they tied the knot. And uh, yeah, you'll probably see a video of that. Well, we won't post the video, but if you follow Todd since he's been on. <laughs> Wildly Gamer. That? Wildly um, Gamer. So yeah. Yeah, you guys... You guys like went to the the museum I or don't something? know what it's called. Yes, LACMA. Is it LACMA? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but that's what it's called. It's LACMA. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went to LACMA, and then he had a poster commissioned of uh, them looking like the Steven Steven Universe, uh, and then oh, cute. he he they were like walking together, and he says, "Hey Ash, like, will you marry me?" And we had Rahima uh, pull that out. And she was like, let me show you something. And then she pulled that poster out and she didn't get it at first. She was like, what? Like, cause it's literally like, I love you. Like, will you marry me? And then they say yes. And they're kissing and fusing. Cause I guess Steven universe has a fusing. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then behind is Todd's, you know, behind holding the, the <laughs> ring. And then she, uh, Rahima was like, just turn around. <laughs> and she turned around. She's like, Oh my gosh. And freaked out. So sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Congrats. Yep. Congrats, you guys. Excited. Hopefully, yeah, I hope the best is what I say. Yeah. Yeah. So, some cool things for that. Yes. Um, We both watched... Saw a cool movie. Yes. Tell them about it. Well, we've been looking forward to this one ever since the trailer came out. Yeah. I've had dreams about it. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Yeah. It's been... Well, it's been psychedelic. It's like... <laughs> um, yeah, if you are like a cinephile, if you love like composition and yeah. color correction, and editing, movies. and also violence. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Mandy with Nicolas Cage yeah. is it's a vision. I would say, yeah. I mean, the story is like is pretty basic. It's about his wife who gets kidnapped by a cult, and yeah. Shit goes down. And he gets revenge, right? right. I mean, it's not... There's nothing deep. There's nothing... I mean, I... I'm saying this because I don't... I think what I've heard from people is like, yeah, I went expecting like this intricate story. Don't. It's just... <laughs> it's just visually awesome and just like a really gory. And if that's the kind of stuff you like, you'll know. Because while I'm saying it, you're probably like, sweet. And Nicolas Cage, who's actually... What I love, what I thought, I, so I, someone wrote an article about this, and I read it, and it makes perfect sense. Is that Nicolas Cage has this like quirky way of acting, like that's why I think he does so well in uh, indie. What is it? Called? Indie. What's indie? Independent. Well, no. Well, yes, but uh, well, someone debate that he's trying to get out of debt. Uh, but uh, shoot, kick ass. Okay. That's why he's so good in Kick-Ass. Okay. And why he's so good in this, because, like, he's this very quiet person, but at the same time, he's not a sane person, <laughs> obviously, for the yeah. stuff that he does, you know? And to be fair, he goes through a lot of, like, terrible stuff, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you like if you like Nicolas, Nicolas Cage's acting, where where his acting is put to a good, is put to a movie that it should be. Yeah. This is a good example. Like, I heard this one, and then what's the parents one? Is it called Parents? Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad, yeah. It was yeah. close. I, feel, I hear, like, that's also, like, the same, because 
it's a, like his his style of acting is very kind of quirky type thing. And yeah. Then, um, yeah, but so check out Mandy for sure. We we recommend it. I yeah I do. It's, I think it's worth checking out if you if you just enjoy movies, mm-hmm. you know, visually stunning movies and stuff. Um, it's kind of a little slow paced, especially for like the first half, but the yes. entire time. They're just there's cool transitions and the colors are very vivid yes. and just the things that they do that like everything is planned out meticulously throughout this absolutely and so I just I gotta respect that because um, it's it, it wasn't something where they just like shot at it and like oh we'll we'll handle it in post it was like everything was planned and you can tell so definitely yeah um, well cool and then uh, check out Mandy and then you went and saw Venom. Yeah, Venom just came out. I have yet to see it. Um, I, Sorry. I won't give away too much or say too much. Uh, barely say if you liked it or not. I liked it. Ooh. With that inflection. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. Bottom line, it, sh- it should be a rated R movie. Like, uh, I si- see. simple as that. Like, you know, he's sitting there talking about how he wants to bite people's heads off, and he does bite people's heads off, but you don't really see it. They, uh, you know, sometimes they cut away or they do it from like behind his back, or you know, like. And then they, without giving away too much, they hinted a sequel. Sure. With Carnage, and uh-huh. like it's got to be rated R. Like, uh-huh. you can't. oh, especially with Carnage, it's got to be. Yeah. Um. So like. The effects were cool. Uh, the action was cool. Every time Venom was on the screen, obviously it was fun to watch. Um, the final fight, because the, it's two symbiotes fighting, and like the symbiote, they're both black, like uh, yeah, kind of right? black. But the, yeah, there's a lot of like meshing together and stuff, and it's kind of hard to follow at some points. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like wait, who's throwing who, and like what's happening right now? <laughs> but but yeah, it's you know it, it's funny. It has some good humor. Um, you know, Tom Hardy kills it. He did a good job. Him, like, just his banter with Venom is fun. The only other thing, I guess, is, like... I hear that they make out. With Venom? Yeah. I hear of Tom Hardy and Venom oh, make out. Oh, I... Did they... Is that all you heard? There's That's no all detail? I heard. Interesting. No detail. We'll leave that alone until out. you see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the internet is buzzing about that. So. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't look at it that way. But, um... I'll try and maybe sneak it in on, uh tomorrow or something oh you still got the but, movie pass yeah no I no I, I took rid of it uh, i haven't used it in the past like three months and i was oh, just okay. like dude i'm just gonna get rid of it yeah but uh no i've heard like what i've heard about it is like the critics went a little too hard on it it's not a great movie but like the critics went in a little too hard on it and like uh uh yeah so but i i definitely want to check it out but i'll just i'll just expect not too much. <laughs> yeah, but my only other thing is, um, and nothing against the dude, but I I didn't care for the bad guy, like just for the casting, mm. like the person who played him. The, he did a good job, like he's a good actor. It's the it's the dude. He was also in Nightcrawler. He was the guy. He was Jake Gyllenhaal's assistant in Nightcrawler. Oh, uh, yep, and, exactly. And he's he's a cool guy, and he's a good actor. I just I didn't care for his casting as the bad guy. In the same way that I really liked Valerian. Um, but I didn't care for the guy who played Valerian that much, the guy gotcha. who played Green Goblin. But yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend checking it out if you like Marvel movies, if you like action movies. Like, it's gonna deliver. It's just uh, there, it, it, there could have been more for sure. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it did break. It does have the largest um, opening weekend in the month of October. 
like oh, yeah? ever. Oh, so cool. I I almost guarantee it's gonna have a sequel. Uh, they they definitely but, hinted at that. Um, well, but you can hint, and then if it doesn't do good, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. like uh, Aragon. Where's the sequel? To Aragon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aragon! Wow, that was. That's a, um, yeah. and then yeah, there's another post credits thing that's pretty cool that uh, has nothing to do with Venom. But I oh. heard it's into the into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Okay. See. So yeah. It was a, I just was don't a know Spider Verse clip, which is pretty cool that they did cool. that. So I, I looked into why I was like really curious as to why they decided to not go with the R-rated Venom movie. And so there's one article that I found that you know people are asking, and I guess Sony eventually is maybe planning on doing a mashup with Spider-Man and Venom, and mm-hmm. so they can't really f- figure out how to do an R-rated Venom with a PG-13 mashup. I'm like, all right, whatever. But right. Yeah, I heard that too, and I heard that like originally, it's so funny. Like, I feel like this whole production has been like wishy washy. I feel like the producers would be like, "Yeah, Tom Holland's gonna be in it," and then like the director would be like, "No, he's, he Hardy? was never, huh?" Or who's Tom Holland? Tom Holland plays the new Spider-Man. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I was, yeah, I was thinking Tom Hardy for some reason. No, Wait, but okay. they they just said he was gonna make a cameo. Uh, like they literally said that, and then the director was like, "No." He's not. And then, like, they said, like, Carnage isn't going to be in it. And the director was like, no, he's not. <laughs> so it feel, I felt like the producers were working against or maybe just, like, oblivious to, like, and it sounds like they hint at it. So, but, yeah, if anyone knows anything about Carnage, like, I, we've talked about Carnage before on here, but he's a straight-up serial killer. He's a serial killer who gets the symbiote. Yeah. Well, a different kind of symbiote, but, like, yeah. so it just enhances a serial killer's, yeah, and it, which is why... Spider-Man has to team up with Venom because he can't take on Carnage. And so he, him and Venom would team up. So, I mean, that would be so cool if that ever happened. But, uh, yeah, who knows? So, yeah. So but I'll go cool see it for things. myself. At first, I was like, I wasn't going to see it uh, at all. And I was wow. just like, only because I started seeing the reviews and I was going to be that dumb person that was like, oh, I'm not going to support it if they're not going to make good movies. But then... Mm. But then I started like listening to people, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a bad movie, but it's not as bad as what critics have been saying." Like, if they say it's worse than Spider Man Three, and like, I watched Spider Man Three recently. And oh, it's I still not haven't great. seen it. You haven't seen Spider Man Three? No. Maybe that'll be my. I almost want to just for the giggles, like just because oh, I hear it's ridiculous. Maybe, maybe if we ever do another terrible movie challenge, that'll be <laughs> what I challenge you to. Yeah. Uh, but there's some really great parts in it, though. I don't think it's as bad as like. Uh, um, like the room or uh, Battle, Battlefield <laughs> Earth or uh, uh, what was Still the one? Laugh that, when I think about that. What's one? the one you sent? Uh, Delgo. Delgo, yeah, yeah, Delgo. I keep wanting yeah. to say Hildalgo, but that's the horse one. <laughs> um, well, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check yeah. it out, and then maybe we'll have a little bit bigger of a discussion down the road when more people have seen it. Sure. Um, um, I won't lie. What's Watson's revelation? <laughs> But, oh yeah, okay. So you in the show notes, point. we have these show notes. Yeah, but yeah, we well, we had a discussion. You said you might talk about it on the podcast at Arby's. Okay, about yeah, <laughs> I like that. All right, hopefully it won't take too long. I turned it into no, DJ I, Cal I, I honestly I like that. I honestly think like if you're down to talk about this, this could actually help listeners. Yeah, it could help listeners. Also, like I think it'll help me just being open about it. Um, and it could be something cool to look back on that like you know 
as I've worked on myself and improved, I can look back and be like, ah, oh, I remember me, you know, I'm going to talk about this. So, all right. But I want you to talk too. So, cause yeah. I know this is a lot about me, but feel free to be like, please give me your input and stuff yeah, yeah. and what you thought. Uh, all right. So your, your, your friendly neighborhood Watson <laughs> has been, uh, seeing a therapist which a lot of people, especially in the United States, I don't think we have any listeners outside of the United States. But we do. I we wanted, do. I've been wanting to shout them out. I think oh. like Spain and Sweden. And no way. Yeah. Whoa. Well, okay. Spain and Sweden. Is that what Podbean has been saying? Yeah. Podbean's got some. We got some international listeners. Well, great. Well, hello, guys. So, uh, at your boy. This might be sound weird because I because I because I'm sa- like saying going to a therapist. Uh, but the United States kind of has this weird thing about therapy. It's getting better, thankfully. Um, but it was kind of looked down on. Like, it was kind of like a weakness. Or at least in my family it was. I hear on the East um, Coast it's normal. It's like everybody's got a therapist. Yeah. And I mean, like, in Brazil, I think I talked about this. But like, in Brazil, it's literally like you go to church, you go to work, you go to your therapist. Like, it's just one of those things that you just do. I don't know if it's Brazil, but it's, it's, it is like a South American. Yeah, I didn't part. hear much about it in Utah. No, Utah especially, which is weird. And it was going to your bishop. That's what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, anyways, as I've been seeing this therapist, and like I've been, I've been making some big changes in my life. We've basically come to the conclusion that I am a nice guy. Now, I know a lot of you are like, (laughs) "What? Pat yourself on the back, Watson." (laughs) Yeah, this is not a good thing. Let me just say, Uh, nice. You know, the nice guys finish last thing. It's not just a saying. It is something that's like explains a lot about uh a person and basically well he means it as like a technical term in therapy right like it's it's something that like a lot of therapists actually look for when it comes for basically i have a problem where i can date a lot i can date a lot of people like i'm not bragging about it because i'm telling you right now it actually isn't something i like (laughs) i don't like that i date a lot of people i want to date just one person uh and We've come to find out that the possibility, the reason why, is that I am a nice guy. And basically what basically the short version is I look to uh, get recognition and um, yeah, recognition from women and uh, especially women that I like. Not all women, just like women that I like or that I have potentially interest in. And then once I'm in a relationship, they become my world like they're not a part of my world. They are my world. Uh, for example, <laughs> as you all know, I've had a girlfriend while I, I had a girlfriend and now don't have a girlfriend from this podcast, like <laughs> during the duration of this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I would just make her my world. Like I would tell Sean, like Sean would want to hang out and I would say, hold up, let me see what Andrea's doing and like make plans around and I used her name, but I've used her name before or whatever. We, she was on the podcast once for like a brief second. Um, oh, memories. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's just it's just basically what I'm trying to learn because in my mind, it's so opposite. In my mind, when you like someone, you should do a lot of nice things for them and you should you know, make them a priority and you should uh, you know, be a nice guy. Uh, because that's what, cause you know, if you're a nice guy, women are going to think, oh, this guy's going to be cool to like be with for life. But see, here's the thing, kids, and especially women who are listening out there, you're probably like, that doesn't, 
I mean, I'm going to be a little overdramatic, but that sounds annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you might not think that exactly, but... Uh, or you may think that you want that even. Yeah, that's true. You may think you want that. But then if you look back at your relationships, uh, well, I hope that they're positive. <laughs> but like, you know, good, healthy relationships come from what I'm trying to learn. And I'm getting there. Is that good, good healthy relationships come when it's two people living their lives um, and then having a little portion for each other. What, you know, my, my therapist kind of mentions it like I have a dinner table or a, a, a plate of dinner and like steak is work. <laughs> Mashed potatoes is my family and salad is my friends. I don't know why I said the worst food as my friends, but <laughs> just, just follow. Yeah. yeah. Come follow me. But my, a girl, like a girlfriend, she's just like salt. She's just like this, and I'm not trying to talk down women. It's just, this helps me a lot, especially because I would like shove all that food aside and put the salt in the middle of my, of my plate. Right. And that would become what I, what I would focus my life on. Uh, Yeah. And so, and you could probably attest to this because you've, we've been out here and I've had two girlfriends since I've been out here in the two years. Yeah. Courtney. Courtney only lasted like three weeks. Mm, Sorry, okay. Courtney. Uh, yeah, but but I broke up with Courtney. Uh, oh right, okay. But that was because she lived so far away, and I just couldn't handle all that. And yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, but like I'm also terrified to talk to women, and that's something I know for sure you've seen me do because like we'd be hanging out somewhere, and like. Uh, you're great at talking to people. I can't do it. Like I get super nervous talking to people and like, well, no, sorry. A dude, I'll go talk to whatever. Cause there's no stakes in it. I'm just going to be, a, make another friend possibly, but a woman. And it's just like, Oh, especially if it's a woman who has like potential and who's pretty and like, yeah. So, I mean, that's <laughs> basically the short version. So, so, um, they gave me this book or well recommended me this book called uh no more mr nice guy uh which has just opened up this whole new like world ladies and gentlemen and like i would recommend if any of this is struck like for you like if you feel like you've dated someone like this or like you're currently dating someone like this or married to someone like this like men or women like i like the book is definitely more focused on men but even in the beginning it kind of mentions like that women would probably benefit from reading the book too. Um, Cause it's just super fascinating. It's just basically like a lot of this comes from my mom. Okay. So this is going to get deep, but here we go. <laughs> we get deep on this show guys. Uh, my mom had a divorce and because of that, I didn't have a male figure or at least a dominant male figure in my life for a good most of my life. And when I did have a male figure in my life, my stepdad, he, well, depending, I guess, on your point of view, me personally didn't feel like he was the greatest person. We're getting better now, everybody. Uh, but, uh, but like, anytime they would have an argument, she would come to me and be like, oh, how terrible he is. Like, he's like, how does he, why does he treat me this way? And blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I was a kid, like I was 12, 13, hearing all this. That's like, you know, I'm, I'm literally going through puberty, figuring out my body of how I should react. And 
basically I came to the conclusion I do not want to be like my stepdad. And like once we hit that with my therapist, I was just like, like that was like a huge breakthrough because we were just like, because it was basically like, okay, this is how I act, but why? And that was why is like my stepdad, he's this big, loud, doesn't give a shit about like what he says. He doesn't like to like says to someone else, he's going to say what he wants to say. He'll talk to anybody, any like male or female gender, whatever. And like, he's this big muscly dude and he likes to like work on cars and he likes to like hunt and he, you know, he's like this masculine dude. And so uh, with me, I saw that as a negative right and like so interesting it's it's basically be turned this whole world uh of watson like <laughs> upside down and my brain is still like fighting me on like uh you know because i finally it's been a few months well it's been a month since i started talking to girls again but it's been like three months since i broke up with andrea uh so it's been a while and uh but, like, it's just been really hard because my brain just wants to be like, you should compliment her and you should, like, really just, like, invite her to things and, like, blah, blah, blah. Which, like, I know a lot of women out there are probably like, no, that's great. Yes. <laughs> but how about we try it out and you'll see. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I don't know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, so I, I have been noticing, like, you've been going out um, with, with girls and, mm -hmm. like, we were at a social thing recently, and you were comfortably talking with multiple girls. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought you, you came off very comfortable. And then, like, you know, we were standing outside after a show, and uh, somebody that you had been talking to, a girl, was like, hey, we're all going to go do this. But you and I were already talking about getting food, so mm -hmm. you had no problem being like, oh, we're all going to go to do this. You're not going to be like, right. oh, let's go do what the girl wants to do, mm -hmm. you know? So, See, and that's a prime <laughs> example. Bef old Watson would have been like, cool, Sean, I know you're hungry and I'm hungry, but there was a lady, pretty <laughs> lady here, and she's invited us to do something. So <laughs> screw you, which is so <laughs> terrible, dude, and I'm so sorry that like... <laughs> I'm sure I would have found food wherever we went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... But see, here's the crazy thing is that that moment, it felt so good. Like, and I wanted to do that. Yeah. When we were out eating. Oh, that's true. Texted she texted you. me. <laughs> yeah. She did. So it's not like she was like, well, fuck him. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> well, and I think I, uh, and like, I hope that who women who are listening to the show aren't thinking like I'm learning to manipulate or anything like that. In fact, it's the complete opposite because I would do nice things with strings attached See, this is this is where like I think a lot of this might help women who maybe be like, I don't get it. He's being so nice. I like nice. But see, what nice guys tend to do is like I like give like I would give gifts and I would like, you know, spend fan like a lot of money on like restaurants and stuff. And like I'm I chalked it up as my love language, but really, and this is I'm saying this out loud so I can get over it. <laughs> but really it came with strings attached, meaning I'm going to do these things for you so that you will stay with me, yeah. which is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. And so, so there needs to be just kind of this push pull. Yeah. At least, at least for the first little while when you're figuring each other out and, yeah. and even like once it does become official, like, like, uh, with the person that I'm seeing, like, I was like, I, you know, I had a life before I met you mm -hmm. and 
I'm still figuring out how to work you into it, but you're yeah. not all all overnight like the center of my my world, you know. That's so great. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's great. Um, you know, and I've stood up for myself. You know, there yep. there are there are things that they're used to in relationships that uh, that I'm not used to, and I'm like, I'm willing to meet you in the middle on this, but you need to, you know, you can't expect all these things from me like right away. You know, yeah, and, exactly. So yeah, you got to stand up for yourself and. Um, and, and, oh, there was something you were saying about stability. They want stability. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, this is, this is an analogy, uh, that my therapist gave. And basically, uh, so women are very adaptable. Women are very, uh, they're like water. They'll fit in any kind of like, uh, container or yeah, she, she specifically mentioned a vase and she's like, women will fit in any kind of shape of vase. You just got to give them time and they need to know that it's like strong and structured. And now, ladies, for those out there, like, you know, uh, you know, feminism is awesome. I totally believe in like equality and stuff. So I think I want to say it it doesn't mean like be strong in the sense of like physically. I think what it what it's trying to say is and not that women women need men to be strong because they're weak. That's not what it is. It's just a relationship where. You know, uh, this is also for goes with friends. Like if, if you have a friend that's like really needy and like kind of mooches off of you and like, uh, it, you know, it's not a very enjoyable relationship, you know, and you got to do something to fix that relationship or else you don't want to be in that relationship anymore. Yeah. So like when it's a boy, girl, boy, girl or, or boy, boy or girl, girl <laughs> relationship, like basically what she said is, is that. So as you start to date this person, they start to kind of like, I know it's going to sound sexual, fill your vase, <laughs> you know, with their water slowly but surely um, because they, they feel that it's strong. Like women are, women are attracted to uh, just, you know, anyone like, I, I don't think, I don't know anyone who's just like, I want to date a crazy person <laughs> or I want to date someone who's not emotionally stable. Like, yeah, I, like who's not stable, that's yeah. not characteristics that people look for, you know? And, you know, the thing is we don't really advertise them, but basically she's just saying, she was just saying like, so as they fill, fill the vase, like how, how you are strong in what you, like you mentioned you do is like, you continue to live life. Like you don't, what starts to like in my situation and why I haven't been able to keep relationships going is that I start to look uh, like that my structure is not as strong as it should be because like, you know, I'm giving everything up for them. I'm like, I'm going to work, but then like I'm clearing my whole schedule for them. And like, it, it's something that, and you know, I'm doing all these nice things for them, but at the, but with strings attached. And so um, what I've learning is, that when I just want to do what I want to do, if I want to hang out with friends, I hang out with friends. If I want to talk to them, like another thing I would do, which is which is going to sound really annoying, and it is, <laughs> is if a, if a conversation was getting stale after talking to them for so long, I would think, oh man, this is on me. The conversation's getting bad. I got to keep talking to them and change the subject. When really, if the conversation's stale, there's nothing wrong with that. Just stop with the conversation, wait a couple days, then they might even mess you back. And guys and girls, I have never had a woman text me before. That's what's crazy. It's like, 
I mean, I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't say ever, but for the most part, I would always initiate conversation and like contact. Now that I've started this, women have been coming to me and talking to me, and this isn't a power move. This is, yeah. <laughs> there it is. I, I prematurely laughed, but uh, I just knew what it was we were coming going for. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyways. Basically, what I'm trying to say is making these big changes. I'm really just starting to learn like what masculinity really means and like why that's important for relationships and like why what I can do to become better to be a stronger partner equally, like not making one better than the other. And uh, really, I'm just uh, oh dang it, I messed it up. Looking for a little bit of. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one's been constant throughout it our has. show. That should just be our theme song. Yeah. Magic. 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 Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, thanks for thanks for letting me share that because that was oh, yeah, that's just that's, something that's that's good. Cool. I, I would be curious if you guys are listening. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, I don't know. This is something I find interesting. If you know, read the book No More Mister Nice Guy, or there's actually also a movie called. Uh, uh, Finding, oh, being a man. Shoot, hold on. <laughs> How to lose a guy in twelve days. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, if uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you've noticed um, inconsistencies in your relationships or that they don't last, you know, maybe this has kind of helped you evaluate how you handle the relationships, and um, it, it's good to uh, to have your own life. And when somebody comes into that overnight you don't have to like start accommodating for them you know come it go into it with this mentality of look i had this life before i met you let's figure out how we're going to work each other into it now mm-hmm. uh, don't don't be that guy that cuts all your friends off because now you're seeing a girl because all of your friends are like oh yeah so and so is hanging out with this girl all the time now we don't ever see him you know so i feel like this is directed towards <laughs> me a little bit <laughs> no, no no it's not like i never had that conversation with anyone and we definitely still saw each other you know like we were still doing the podcast, and so we, sure. we we were like seeing each other every week, and we were going out seeing movies and things like that. Uh, so it wasn't I didn't notice it to like any heavy degree, but but I've definitely had friends, and and it's just kind of a stereotype that you see with people. Like it's like oh, so and so's got a girlfriend. Are we going to see him again? You know. So sure, yeah, that's. But my sense. mentality, like when I'm seeing someone, I'm a very inclusive person. So like if if. My girl and I are going out to karaoke or to see a movie. Like, I start to think of, like, who else can I include in this? Or, you know, if I know that, oh, this is a date night, then I can respect that. Right. But if it's just, like, a thing and and I know I can include friends, that's one thing. Also, if I'm doing something with friends, I'm like, oh, is this something that my girl would be down for? You know, I don't I don't necessarily think of them as these separate things. You know, she's yeah. – that person is also your friend now. So Right. And that's what I got to get better at. Yeah. So uh, the movie's called My Own Man. Uh, Highly recommend it. <laughs> it's produced by Edward Norton. And Edward Norton actually, like, randomly is in it. Not yes. randomly, like the, who it's focused on is like a friend of Edward Norton from college. But it's college. about like a nice guy character. Yep. And like he he's married and uh, he has a kid or is going to have a kid. And so he starts to like realize like, oh man, what if I, what if this kid like ends up like me who's not masculine at all and like doesn't have proper like social skills to survive. And so yeah. he kind of goes on a journey kind of similar to what I went through, but I mean, we're all different, so. Um, uh, what was that 
What was that Will Smith one where he helps Kevin James? Oh, uh, Hitch. Hitch, yeah. Hitch. Yeah, That's yeah. another kind of similar one, right? Well, Hitch, what's well, <laughs> funny about Hitch is like growing up in high school and even, even to this day, like people back in, uh, my, uh, like hometown in Utah, they actually would call me Hitch. Like not Kevin James. James. Oh, no, really? they would call me Will. Right. Cause I would like give advice and like, uh, but see, I would never follow my own advice. Like that was kind of the thing with Hitch is like, uh, well, I guess what's funny about Hitch is like he tries to do his own advice and ends up screwing up and mm, true. like he kicks her in the face yeah. <laughs> on accident and like takes her to uh, takes her to where her name or her ancestor's name is signed and turns out he's like a serial killer or something. <laughs> uh, but then she ends up falling for him anyway. Um I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, that's just the thing. Is like I wouldn't, I wouldn't follow my own advice. But Kevin James is a great example of a nice guy in that movie. Is right. that he's very, uh, but like you know, you you show your independence from them, and I and like if you watch that movie, that's literally what he teaches them to do. Like there's a there's a part, and actually this is stuck in my mind, where he's like, if you're going to a, like a museum or an art museum or whatever, don't hover by her, go off. And look at your own stuff and, like, she'll look for you and, like, you know, mm. and, like... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing. Don't use these tools to sleep with women. That's not what I'm trying to do. I want a, a long-lasting relationship. So that's why I'm trying to do all that, so... True. Anyway, that's Sweet. that's Watson's brain. <laughs> you, you really know who I am now, everybody, so... And future me, if you're listening, I hope... You're doing better because right now, mentally, you're kind of struggling. <laughs> but but I'm making good progress. So yeah, it'll um, be cool to look back at that. So yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for you. You see, I'm already you. noticing uh, a boost in like your your confidence or in like p- public situations. So thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> that means a lot. I think I don't know. I it, I just it's it, a lot of it's been just really like relieving because it's just like i always thought man i have a girlfriend like this is going to be such hard work and don't get me wrong relationships are hard work but it's honestly it should just be fun and if it's if it if it turns too hard i don't know it feels like you're the one putting all the effort in yeah and and honestly it's not because of them like i look back at my past relationships they didn't expect me to do anything that i did Mm. i was putting it all on myself and like uh there's a girl i dated for two years a long time ago I actually reached out to her. Uh, we, we talked about it. Me and my therapist. We thought it'd be a good idea, and just like, yeah, I was I was pretty terrible. Like I wouldn't like I'd make her text me every day. Like how awful is that? And like I would hate that. <laughs> I mean, like in the situation, I liked it, but now being outside a situation, if girls have been texting me every day, and like there's this one girl I've been talking to who has, and I've like set boundaries and that's another thing setting boundaries creates really nice structure Mm. uh and you kind of mentioned you know like you mentioned you stood up for yourself and that is setting a boundary of being like hey like this is how things are gonna go yeah boundaries really help relationships because then you're not guessing you know or you're not assuming or you're not like expecting someone to do something yeah. Anyways, anyways. Well, I, I can keep going, man. Like, one more thing <laughs> it's is... It's fascinating. Ooh. One more thing that I... That yeah, You just kind of said expectations. Um, oh, we're about to die. Especially early on when you're still figuring each other out. Mm-hmm. 
it's super important to not have any expectations. Yeah. Because when you expect something from somebody, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Sure. And which causes resentment. And I I never expect anything from my partner, especially early on. But like once you've been together for maybe a year and you like know each other's habits and you kind of get into a routine, you know, you, maybe you're living together and they're always home by 7 p.m. from work every day and then one day they just don't show up for a few hours you're like oh wow that's kind of weird what are you doing for you know that's that's different yeah absolutely but when you've been seeing each other for a month and they expect a certain behavior from you it's like a i'm not a mind reader Mm -hmm. b like don't don't get mad at me like communicate to me that's expectation and communication those things yep communicate to me something but uh you know let's let's build on let's build this together let's meet in the middle somewhere yeah um and see what's what's funny about that is like I am actually like that. Like I will when when I'm when starting a relationship, I'm very much like let's figure things out, like let's have open communication, but let's like but see like if if she brings up something like that she expects, like I'm trying to think of something an example for for Mike. I know for your case, but for my case um let's just say let's just say so the so why I started texting why I wanted her to text me every day is the previous relationship we were texting every day and see, I didn't want to like, but instead of being like, I didn't text her one day and then she texted me and was like, Oh my gosh, you didn't text me yesterday. I thought you hated me and blah, blah, blah. See now, now I would have been like, Hey, like I can't text you every day. Like we, like, I'm sorry that it caused you problems, but like, it's just something that I can't do. I work. I got to go do this and this and this. But see, back then, I would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll do whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. You know, because it saves the relationship. But see, it's so backwards in my mind because it's (laughs) like, oh, why? If I adapt, doesn't that make my structure stronger? But really, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't make you stronger. (laughs) Ah, no. It's just weird. That's good. Um, And and even if, even for somebody who's maybe not looking for a relationship, but they're trying to just figure out how to be more comfortable in social situations – my only advice for that is just you got to get out of your comfort zone yeah, sometimes. Take an improv class. Take yeah, do things that get you out of your comfort zone because that's the only way you're going to get better mm-hmm. at it. Um, talk talk to people in those social situations. Just just talk to someone. Just it um, like uh, like you posted a, a comic recently. It was like a guy leaving his comfort zone and then do something and then they go back. (laughs) So like, yes, you have a comfort zone, but you are outside of it. You're doing your improv. You're going Uh to social things. You're talking to people at those social things. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's fine to have your comfort zone and to go back to it, but you can't just like go to work and then come home to your comfort zone and go to work, come home, like Mm -hmm. go out and do stuff and meet people or you're never going to change. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Cool. And that has been relationship advice. Not <laughs> yeah, we're we're not experts. We're not gurus. No, we're just dude. speaking from experience. We're not professionals, and, right? And we're not telling you how to live your life, but hopefully, uh, there was a little nugget in there for you to take away. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, man, we're we are whole. Yeah. We're right in there. Should, are we going to jump right into some segments, man? Yeah. Which segment? How about? And now it's time to hear some pitch and flicks. Come on, come on. Uh, yes. Come on. We have not done this in some time. <sighs> and I, and I like this one. This one's fun. I love pitching flicks. So Watson and I, you know, we're in the entertainment industry. Yes. And 
so we're, we we come up with ideas. We we we're creative, and this is kind of our dojo where we yes. practice pitching these ideas to each other and, and kind of develop them. So, and it's been a while. So I know that we've both been writing been frantically. We have yes. I have two feature length scripts. <laughs> I've been doing, um, yeah. So I've been working hard. So yeah, we're just gonna pitch our latest ideas to each other, our our latest favorite ones. Yeah, I don't know who went last time. I'll go. I've got one. Okay, ooh, okay. <laughs> jump on in, dude. All right. <clears throat> so this one, this one's a space aliens movie. Love it. But here's how it starts out. Okay. Okay. A colony of humans is on a spaceship. They're floating through space. They're looking for the next thing to colonize, right? Okay, okay, okay. And something goes wrong. And I I haven't really worked out the details. And to be honest... Oxygen malfunction. Sure. Oxygen stuff. Okay. Uh, But you'll see why it doesn't matter. Because all that matters is one of the the couples on the ship has a newborn. Uh And so what they do... (laughs) Is they take the newborn and they put it in a pod. Okay. And they shoot it into space. As you do. Cryogenically frozen. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> then how else is it going to survive, right? Sure, sure. They cryogenically freeze their newborn. Yes. And they shoot it into space. Yep. So that's how it starts. Okay. So then cut to these aliens. Uh-huh. And let's say they're just like... They're just like scavengers, right? They okay. go out. They find stuff to sell. To keep to stay afloat. Yep. Um, they they find artifacts. They trade things. Yes. And um, they get this signal that something is coming within so much range of their ship, right? Uh-huh. So they bring it onto the ship, and of course every space pod has a window. Right. So they just see this thing in there. Love it. And there's like a defrost button. <laughs> defrost. <button>. So they, <laughs> like a refrigerator. Yeah. So they defrost the baby. <laughs> yep. And they can tell it's a life form, but they don't, don't really recognize it. And uh, basically, it's like three men and a baby, but with aliens. Amazing. What is it called? Um, three men, three <laughs> men and a baby with aliens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> still, still working on the title. Okay. Okay. Um, Who? So okay. Yeah, we'll Who would play the, the baby? Or does the baby speak at all? No, it's it's gonna be it's a, an yeah, it's an infant, and okay. um, so we'll we'll work on that. But you know, the aliens are gonna be humanoid. They're okay, gonna have okay. two arms and two legs, but they're gonna maybe have like colored skin and some weird facial shit going on, like Spock or something. Yeah, like something you'd see in Star Trek. Okay. Um. So let's say let's say we got Kevin Hart in there. Of course. Okay. We gotta have Kevin Hart. <laughs> yep. And you know what? Macaulay Culkin. Fuck it. Oh thank <laughs> haven't, goodness. Haven't seen his ass in a while. Yeah, thank goodness, Macaulay. <laughs> That's an interesting duo right there. We still Macaulay got a third Culkin we still got a third guy. Kevin Hart, yeah. Uh what are you thinking? I mean the only thing I can think of is Devin Sawa now, but that's because of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> okay, Devin Sawa, yeah. Macaulay Culkin, and Kevin Hart awesome. are three humanoid aliens and they find a baby. That's great. And uh how much I mean this has to cost quite a bit. It's gonna be a high budget. Yeah. It's gonna be um you know, a lot of these these terrible movies that we've been pitching each other have uh had a pretty decent budget, so I think we can probably do it in the range of seventy five mil. 
Nice. I think I think Dragon Wars and <laughs> Battle Earth, Battlefield right. Earth were both about that. About, so. so you got it. Yeah, you're you're. So that's safe. a good range. I think that's enough to to pull it off. Okay. I noticed that you have. Uh, is that the script? I yes. That, oh I'm that gosh. excited about it. Holy cow! That I actually. This is the first time we have a full script. Yeah, you can see it here if you're Dang. watching the video. I yeah. I have a few pages. Wow. And an outline. That's great. But there's there's one particular scene that I was hoping maybe we could do like a table read. Uh, oh, okay, of. yeah, sure. So this is. We can do that. This is just Devin Sawa and Macaulay Culkin's character, and okay. basically. What they do is, like, the baby's wearing a diaper, but they don't really know how it works. Yeah. And so they, they kind of, like, look underneath, and they're like, Ew. so they're okay. trying to figure that that out. Okay. Okay? Yep. So you take this one. All right. Here are the highlighted lines Absolutely. on your page. Yeah. And uh, which one is Devin? Are you Devin Sow? Am I? I'm, I'm the character uh, Ominous. Okay. And you're Lazarus. Okay. I know this doesn't really pertain to me reading this. But are you Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> yeah, I'll be Macaulay Culkin. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm Devin Saul. So All I'm right. ominous, you're Lazarus. And, and I'm reading the script here. We're changing the diaper for the Basically first time. Basically is, is what okay. we're, trying to, we're trying to figure this out, okay? All right, yep. All right. Oh, by Grathos Hammer. Wow, you threw in a Galaxy Quest uh, yep. reference in there. <laughs> you got okay. that. Good yeah, job. yeah, yeah. So it's in the same universe. Cool. <laughs> this stench is beyond repair. Yeah, dude. This is... Uh... <laughs> I've never smelled anything like this before. Um, I think it's from underneath this this material that's wrapped around some it. some cloth that that is smooth but here, stinky. I'm gonna look underneath here. Oh God! There's like there's stuff there's smashed stuff. inside there. Yes, and it's like it's all over. It's oh. It's disgusting. It's very. Disgusting. I don't. I don't think that it's supposed to be like no, that. No, I think we should remove this. Okay, so these little tabs, you think? I don't want to touch it. <laughs> All right. oh. oh, it's gotten stronger. Okay. Maybe this is its defense mechanism. <laughs> this is... This is... Oh! Okay, I'm gagging. Oh, oh no. Sorry, uh, don't, Lazarus? don't watch me. Is that your name, or am I Lazarus? I'm ominous. Ominous. <laughs> um... Okay, I'm plugging my nose here. Hold my breath. Let me get the... Oh, God. Oh. Well, now it's all over his lower region. It's it's on my hands. Uh, do we, we didn't even bring anything to clean ourselves with. In our entire ship, we have nothing to clean ourselves with. <laughs> no cleaning supplies. <laughs> Don't we have Windex? Is there we Windex in here? Yeah. Uh, according to your script, there is Windex. <laughs> and scene. Wow. You literally say in here. Wait, wait, I got a little bit more. Script, I got a little bit yes, more. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh god, it's it, it's leaking on me. It's getting it's all over me oh, now. What is no. it? Oh, it's in my mouth. Ooh, oh, it tastes gross. disgusting. Oh. oh, I'm enjoying from afar. Oh, gra- grab the Windex. Okay, here you go. Here, I put this towel over it. Okay. I'm mean, I just gonna waterboard this this little baby. <laughs> no, just on the the part that leaked oh, on okay. me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Thought you wanted me to. All right. All right. End scene. Okay. Wow, I like how you like call out your own script in the in the script. That's yeah, great. It's uh it's breaking the fourth wall, Love I believe. It. That is great. So Wow. Yeah. Um audience, let's give it a pause. Yeah, what did you that? think of that? Thank oh, you. Goodness. Thank you. Wow. Well, I don't know if anyone can top that, but I'm sure as hell I'm gonna try. Um It's just gonna be called What's This? What's this? Yep. It's happening in the air. What's this? Yeah, uh, that's appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that leads me I to my movie. I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake, Wake up, Jack. Jack. This, this isn't is real. Air. 
what is this? Um, that actually leads me to my my story, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you've, you're... so we all know that April Fools and Easter happen very close, right? Same day. Yeah. Same day. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, my idea is very simple. Cool. Uh, so it's 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 uh, Jesus Christ, right? He's just been. We don't show this part because it's going to be rated G. Uh, we we open on the tomb. Uh, it's the big stone has been opened, and you know Jesus isn't there, right? Right. And they're all like, "Oh my goodness, he is risen!" Like, "Oh, what is happening?" And then all of a sudden, Jesus. Comes up, throws a pie on on Pete uh, on uh, John's face. <laughs> John's face and says, "Ha ha, gotcha! You just been Jesused." <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then and then you know they're like, "Well, they're performing all these miracles because now he's you know now he's risen and stuff." And it's like. And it's and then this dude's like, oh, I've been sober for so long. I'm so I've been traveling across the whole desert, and I just want a drink of water. So as he's drinking water, Jesus just goes, bam! And then it turns the water into wine, and he's just like, and spits it up. He's like, ha! Looks right in the camera. You just been Jesus did. Ah, Jesus! Ah, Jesus! Breaking my sobriety. (laughs) No one cares, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so it's uh So it's a it's April Fools Jesus Easter. comedy. Yeah, it's well but I want it to get a really serious moment. You know what I mean? I want oh. the audience to laugh 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 and then Jesus leaves. And it's like mm. where's the comedy? Mm. Jesus is gone. What do we do? And you know it's going to be rated G. So and it's going to be like a family film. So there's going to be a message at the end that's like you can't you can't just expect all everyone to be a joker. You know what I'm saying? You got to make your own jokes. But but now in remembrance, we have April Fools. We have April Fools. That's <laughs> on, why it's on, on Easter, Easter usually. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Okay. It's a fun idea. First question, please. Who is Jesus? I mean, the only person that could play Jesus in my mind is Ashton Kutcher. Nice. Because you know he's on Punked. You know, oh, it like yeah, that would it feels be great. like he's building up to this. You know, <laughs> yes, this so. is his magnum opus, <laughs> exactly, or his passion of the Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's should not awesome. have laughed at that as much as I have being religious. Uh, uh, but yeah, okay, Ashton yep. Kutcher's Jesus, mm-hmm. and do you have a title worked out for this yet? Yeah, it's called it's called Jesus did. Because you know Jesus you know, did. Jesus did. Yeah, because you know you just been Jesus did. That's what <laughs> wow. yeah. Oh, Jesus. What would Jesus do? You just been Jesus did. Isn't it Jesus? No, Jesus. It, well, it sounded like that originally, but now I've, after listening to it, Jesus did. <laughs> Jesus did. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. And I is that a couple pages? I mean, I noticed that you brought in some, and so I was like. I'm gonna bring in some too. Okay. Okay. This is the uh, the the Last Supper. Okay. okay. 
and, which usually uh, takes place before well, the tomb. Well, I only scene. brought that tomb scene up because it's my favorite part. Okay, this follows his whole life. Oh, okay, okay. So like we he, do see the crucifixion. We see his birth. We see, we see him as an eight-year-old practicing stand-up, like, pulling pranks on people. Pulling pranks on people. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is the this Jesus. Is the last where'd you supper. put my carpentry tools? Uh-huh. You're such a jokester. Got him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is the last last supper. So. Uh, if you don't mind, I want you to play Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher, remember. Okay. And uh, the only wow. other speaking part during this, because, you know, there's 12 of them, uh, is uh, Peter. Right. Okay. Yep. So this is... Uh, this they is, were besties. They were besties. Yeah. I mean, you know, every time we talk about the apostles, Peter, James, and John. So, uh, But so, but in this scene, what's happening is uh, Jesus is about to tell everybody that he's going to be crucified. Okay. But he's going to be betrayed, right? Right. Well, he's going to be betrayed, and what's going to happen is certain things are going to happen to show that he's going to be betrayed. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, gentlemen, uh, sorry. Thank you for all uh, for all being here today. Thank you. Um, Jesus. I just I wanted to say something that's on my mind. Can you pass the gravy? Oh, here we are. <laughs> you, you haven't had the gravy yet? Not yet. Dude, you can't have mashed potatoes without gravy. Right, Jesus? Um. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, sorry about that. And oh, is that water here? Let me fix that. Boom! There you go. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Have a little sippy sippy. You're welcome. Applause, the first everybody. one's free. Uh, anyways, people, uh, we're all having a good time right now. I know, but shit's gonna get real, my friends. Whoa. Oh, this is rated G. So, did you? Is this like a well, early this script? Is like, yeah, this is like a script that like I'm just gonna sell to executives and then be like, we have to tone it down a lot. Okay, sorry. So stuff's about to get real, people. Yeah. Um. I'm probably going to be betrayed. <laughs> That's all them being like, what? And uh, I think something bad will follow that as well. Not me, Jesus. I won't betray you. Peter, you hey, know buddy. I'm not talking What's about up, you, buddy. buddy. Yeah. I, know, I know you. We got each other's right. backs. There's you, no way. You remember, gonna... you remember Bethlehem last Dude. last uh, Halloween? Bethlehem yeah. is what I call it. Yes. We it up. <laughs> Never forget that night. I didn't know if she was no. that flexible, but you know, we yeah, won't get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no way I'm gonna deny you three times. I'll just say <laughs> no, that right no. now. There is no way. I believe you, Peter, but yeah. that makes eleven other people here. Right. And uh Look, guys, I trust you all. You're my boys. We've been through a lot together. Yeah. But if there's one of you now that's that's got something else in the works, please speak up now. Oh, uh, Judas has something to say. <laughs> hey, Jesus, uh, I'm gonna bring it up just now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell you out. Oh, so uh, that's it. It was you. It- well, I haven't done it yet, but I'm I'm going to. Is there anybody else here working with you? No, or? I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know Peter's gonna deny you. Oh, no, um. uh, I didn't say I'm not gonna deny him. You, 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 you dick. <laughs> okay, um, Judas, why, why, buddy? I, I thought I can I be honest with you. That that one time you lost all your money from gambling. Who who that was one. You out? That was one. Yeah, I know, I know. But when you and Peter went to Bethlehem. Uh, who didn't you bring? You know that Bethlehem is my favorite place. Dude, I mean, it was kind of a last minute thing. Okay, yeah. You know? There's nothing last minute with you, Jesus. You <laughs> literally know the future. <laughs> um, but wow. So, I mean, what do we do from here? I appreciate you coming out, um, but I really would like to not 
this not to go anywhere past this, you know? No. <laughs> and that's the end of the script right now. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's that's intense. Yeah. No, thank you for reading that. Hopefully that was okay. Is that, I mean, so far so good. Awesome. That's some good banter. I like the backstory with him and Peter. That's, that's something we don't get, you know, from the Bible. And like, I don't want to lie. This is kind of like Bible part two. Right. So that's what I'm hoping to accomplish. 1.5. Yeah. And just imagine Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Remember, Ashton Kutcher. The whole time I felt like I was him. Yeah. You you guys. (laughs) I felt like I was going home to bang Mila Kunis afterwards. Which we all wish. We <laughs> yeah. I guess that was uh, just wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we got to get rolling here, though. Yeah. So w- let's jump to our... Uh, man, let's let that, that simmer. <laughs> let's let that simmer on our folks here. We need to, we need to bring more scripts to that. <laughs> <laughs> for real, that was fun. Okay, now it's time for my favorite. Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> I mean it. He means it. Yeah, boy. Don't Shout let out it to down. Pat Cheesy. He's been busting out music, guys. Go check him out. Patrick Coffin. Excuse me. Mighty happy crew. So, Watson, what is Don't You Dare Laugh? Don't You Dare Laugh is a very simple segment, but also a good one. Where me and you collect clips from all over the globe. And we show them to each other to attempt to make the other person burst out in uh, laughter. And, ho- and hopefully, you know, pee or poop themselves. We can only hope. It uh, has yet to happen, but we've definitely got close. We thought about calling it Don't You Dare Poop. Yes, but we tested it around, and uh, yes, the, the the survey monkey didn't come back positive. So. Right. But all right, uh, let's get started. I I'm do just going to give know. it to you. All right, great. So this one... <laughs> Has been going you around. Lost. I know I lost. <laughs> I'm just uh, has been going around and is honestly one of my favorite videos. I say that every time. Uh, let's just go. Let's okay. just. So, oh, oh no, I should say. I'll, I'll say it. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> Any context to it? Well, I think I need to give context to the audience, but I don't want to do it to you. Oh, basically, it's a music video of a popular band. Okay. Mixed with a different song, okay. and they match up perfectly. Here we Perfect. go. Wait for it. Oh my god, right here. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Oh yes <laughs> so it's party rock mixed with uptown girl and it's just perfect i just love it. he's like yeah that did match up really well yep gotcha all right no so. I, I oh giggled. you giggled you giggled <laughs> okay but so, anyways okay what do we got this is uh this is a little kid Again, right. always with the kid ones. Yes. Who, uh, he's, he's asking for the rain to stop. No. Oh. I'm talking to Jesus and he's not listening to me. Why? Because I don't know. What are you telling her? To stop the rain. Oh. It's not working? 
Maybe you should probably talk nicer. Can you stop the <laughs> oh, that was so hard. That was great. Jesus! <laughs> would you would you stop the rain now? <laughs> Please. Please. That's good. Um, this next clip for me, I'm almost positive you've seen it. It's been going crazy. It's been on Reddit. It's been on Twitter. It's been on everywhere. So even if you don't see it, I just feel like this mo- this video just needs more recognition as possible. And no context, let's just jump in. You haven't seen it? Okay. And LeBron James is And that's it. <laughs> Zendaya is Michi. So that's from, for the listeners, that's from Smallfoot. Yep. Which I honestly have no interest in seeing. I don't either. <laughs> and they just got so much press. Like this, this, I'm so glad you haven't seen it because literally like, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt it was tweeting about it. Seth Rogen was tweeting about it. Like From everyone was tweeting video? about it. Yeah, everyone was tweeting about it because they just loved it so much. And like, it basically gave everyone free push. And then uh, Zendaya, she tweeted about it. And you know, it's oh. just like it just gave Smallfoot just free press, and uh, uh, it actually sparked a pretty interesting debate, which we should talk about some other time. But it's basically like you know he made that for free. Should they and, pay him? Like I don't know if they should pay him, but like. He's this YouTuber that, you know, is doesn't have like a steady job in Hollywood and is trying to. Like he wants to be a writer. I don't know. It's interesting. Is so, that, yeah. so is that song an actual song that he changed the lyrics to? No, he hundred percent original. And I mean, to be fair, he's just he, not just because I think it's a brilliant video. But you know, he's just saying the names. But yeah, he wrote the whole thing. It's clever. I'm trying to figure out the genius. It's just like it's simple. I think yeah. that's what's genius about it. Yeah. Is it simple? You're just walking down the street. He saw that. He's like, I'm going to make a music. I'm going to make a song about this. And then just does it. And it's shot on the iPhone. And it's just yeah. brilliant. And it's less than a minute. Easily shareable. He sold it pretty good, too. Just his, Zendaya is me, well, Just like oh. his facial expressions. is like he's just he's like stoked that yeah. <laughs> the, who the cast members were. So. Come in, you stonekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So good. All right. All right, so this is uh, this little girl. Ugh. I know, these kid ones. There's so many funny kid ones. Yes. But this one, she's, um, I guess she was, like, rude to somebody, and she got in trouble. So she's, like, trying to explain, like, she's talking her way out of it, basically. Okay. That's what I'll say. But I don't know what I'm thinking, Tony. I'm too little. I'm telling no, you. You're not I'm too not too little. little, but I'm kind of little. Yeah, and I'm little, and my, my brain is. Do you know how little my bones are? Yeah, I don't know how little your bones are, but I also know. They're probably like that little. Yeah. And that long. And when they're that long, 
My brain is like that. My brain thinks like that. Oh. That's how little my brain is. <laughs> and when my brain is like that, it thinks like that. <laughs> okay, you got me with that. <laughs> It's actually I think kind what, of endearing. To I know. It's, I think it's like fascinating. I really think she's like generally trying to figure out how her brain works. Yeah. And why she can't, why she can't make like, why can't she be, why can't she make certain thoughts that her parents are making? Right. It's, it's actually pretty mature of her to yeah. look at it that way. I guess she's trying to like get out of something, but <laughs> as we all did as a kid. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like, she's yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to her. <laughs> all right. So this is a little long, but it's worth it. Basically, basically, no. Give uh, me the complicated version. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Film was invented in nineteen. Don't know. Uh, so this movie. Okay, so basically, a guy made a compilation. You know me and my compilations, but this one's different. This makes sense. <laughs> basically, anytime a movie says the title, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like in the movie, uh, which Family Guy kind of makes fun of. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it it cuts to it ends the movie, <laughs> so there's like three or four of them. We don't have to go through all of them, although I wish we would. But yeah. let's just see how long we can go. So let's see. T Rex. Mm-hmm. You said you've got a T Rex. Uh huh. Say again. <laughs> we have a T Rex. Wow. Let it build. Put your, put your head between your knees. <laughs> Doctor Grant. My dear Welcome to Jurassic Park. It's just one of those days. Everything is Everybody sucks. Well, that rules you out. My companions. So be it. You shall be the fellowship of the ring. Back on! One more, one more, one more. Surgery. I'd like to take his his face off. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, they do one from three hundred. It's great. That's great. (laughs) To take his face off. Yeah, I actually haven't seen that. Face off? Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, good. I, I haven't seen from... it in a while. But it's good. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. Yes, this is a news clip. Okay. And uh, so this is there's actually a compilation video of this staff of like news anchors in Australia because they have a lot of funny moments. Awesome. But this one's this one's good. Okay. Uh, what about the, so this guy went home presumably and told his wife, listen, I was at the cow farm today and I lost my wedding ring because a cow Sucked it off. <laughs> That's right. Or maybe his wife was asking what else the cow was sucking off. Oh! <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have said that on telly. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, brother. And not me. Hey. <laughs> I like how he was like trying to be composed and it was just like. <laughs> No oh, Australians. I want to go visit Australia super bad. Uh, so speaking of just like this segment, um, like I've used clips that were in your mom's house with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky, 
but actually, because I, I listen to them consistently, they ended up using a clip that we used first. Oh, yeah. back up it was, thank It you was the one that I did of the, it was like a Scottish father getting in the car after his son farts. Nice. He's like, oh, you shit yourself, didn't you? And like, yeah. stands out and's like gagging. And yes. Yeah. So credit, <laughs> we got it credit to us for finding that one first. Yeah, that's right, bitches. Man, it's already at the end, huh? Almost I mean, we have one final segment. Basically, but... and we can just do a couple of them here. Let's oh, wait, we have two final segments. We'll just we'll just see if we have any... I mean... Oh. Initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. Cool. Um, if you, some questions. If you don't mind, so we got a few questions in, but there's actually, since we don't have a ton of time left, there's actually one that I wouldn't mind bringing up right now. Yeah. A lot of people are, I mean, we, we have a lot of Halloween uh, questions, which is awesome. Maybe next show we can do like an entire Halloween episode because it might come out around that time. Um, but the one here uh, we got in is, what do you feel about sociopaths? Um, so recently, I don't know if you heard about this, we could maybe do a, a topic about talking about it and maybe you can watch a little bit of it, but, uh, Shane Dawson is a YouTuber and he does these documentary series and he just, he's releasing one about Jake Paul. Now we've talked about Logan Paul quite a bit on the show about, you know, the suicide and all that stuff. Well, his brother is the center of this documentary and it's basically... I know he's the center, but, like, all of them are kind of about it. And, like, he's figuring out where they come from and, like, how they grew up and why they are the way they are. And, like, he interviews the friends. Well, a big controversial episode he did is he goes to a therapist and she basically says that one in 25 people are sociopaths. And he's trying to figure out if Jake Paul and Logan Paul and their whole family are sociopaths because they're showing a lot of those tendencies. Mm. Like you literally see someone die in a forest and you're going to laugh and joke and not have any empathy. You know, I so, didn't necessarily hear about this yeah. Shane Dawson thing, but I, I do follow Epic Lloyd and I saw ah, a thing where he right. said, I'm with Shane Dawson or something like that. Right. Yeah, because so a lot of people were getting mad at Shane Dawson for, well, for a lot of things. but Kind of what's the word alleged like making alleged accusations or something yeah and we can go a full dive into this next time because i'm i'm super interested in it i've watched every episode there's going to be eight parts (laughs) wow four parts all already out that's crazy they're 40 minutes each and they're like at like over 20 million views like it's insane how big this this is is an in-depth analysis right and this is getting more views than like tv shows get so like it's insane. Yeah, so good for him because he's making a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but so a big thing that sparked is one out of 25 people are sociopaths, according to the psychologist or therapist, whatever. That means so, one person in this room. <laughs> oh, I mean, possibly. Uh, so I think that, I think just like bringing up about sociopaths. So the thing about sociopaths is it is like a disorder it's a disorder where feelings it's 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 hard to actually have empathy it's hard to feel feelings in general or it's also hard to like feel the right feelings in the right circumstances mm. um and like yeah it basically is just like not caring for people 
uh, also playing the victim a lot. Uh, and basically I think what they mentioned with this is like YouTube is like a hive for these, for sociopaths because, and according to Shane Dawson, like they get to see how they should react. Right. So like they watch the Logan Paul video. Okay. They watch it and they're probably acting like Logan Paul is like no big reaction, but then they go and they look through the comments and the comments tell them how they should be feeling. Mm. right and then they can make youtube videos and then they can instantly see how they're doing and what they should be doing so and this isn't psychopaths psychopaths are like straight up killers sociopaths are a lot more like um what do you call it like manipulators and liars and uh not not, now if you're a manipulator a liar that doesn't mean you're a sociopath but it's just no emotional connection to their actions Mm -hmm, exactly they don't have like this itch to kill people or anything no no, they don't they don't hate people they just yeah there's like this disconnect in yeah how they react emotionally to things right and see like that's what that's what a lot of people were kind of like upset with shane is they made it he made this seem to be like with the music and like certain like like he showed sociopaths and then literally showed an interview with a serial killer and how like they were like they asked us the serial killer like would you kill again and then she was she was like yeah absolutely I'd I'd kill anyone who was blah 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 and then she's like ha, 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 ha. anyways is that good did you like that cool like and then was like super happy so that's what kind of got him in trouble is like no sociopaths aren't psychopaths yeah so I don't know me personally I feel that I love the Shane Dawson Shane Dawson Shane Dawson yeah Shane Dawson. Yeah, <laughs> said it like four times, but it didn't sound right. You know, I'm just realizing it does sound like my name. <laughs> it does, Sean Fawson. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Shane Dawson. Maybe that's why it was sounding weird. He's like, he's like my evil twin. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, but I really recommend anyone to check it out, especially if you're in the industry. Because, like, imagine having a sociopath in the like entertainment. Honestly, industry. like, I I kind of feel bad for it them and i mean not because they manipulate but it's almost like an emotional disability you know it's, it's exactly like, yeah it's, it's a good like, thing you feel bad because if you didn't feel bad <laughs> no, um, i mean it's I, I because i can't really relate to that because i do react emotionally to things yeah i wear my emotions on my sleeve <laughs> so yeah but we i mean we cry to each other regularly it's true well like it's it's weird because like they also like he also brings up their they are the best some some sociopaths have gotten so good at like faking emotion that you can't tell which is so crazy yeah. but like he did show examples of like cuz a lot of them are like happy all the time fake basically yeah. so some of them you can really tell and it's really interesting so well it's crazy cuz like it makes me think like my my staff at Best Buy is like over fifty people. Yeah. So like I might have a couple sociopaths just you at have work. To. Yeah, you statistically. Have to. Hopefully they're not none of your bosses. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they just won't have any empathy for you. Right. Yeah, and then you know that's the same with my work. And I, I, I <laughs> you start thinking guess. about this in your everyday life, right? You You're do, like... yeah. But see, like, it might be important to identify them, but also like you got to be worried about false. False, like, identifying someone as a sociopath. Like, maybe someone's just quiet. 
Like, I don't know. Yeah. So just be careful with that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I get why he's trying to do it. And, like, it's interesting to hear about Shane Do- or uh, Jake Paul and if he is or he isn't. But Just, uh, just when you go to work, when, the next time you go to work, everyone, just go tell everybody that they look ugly today <laughs> and see how they react. Yeah. And if you're just like, <laughs> thanks, then you found them. If they just <laughs> burst into laughter, you're like, oh, he didn't know how to react to that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Okay, I don't know. But I don't know. We could go on and on. We can go. It's an interesting that topic. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was kind of curious about the whole Shane Dawson thing. So look at you, you always keeping me up dude. to date with the with the things. That's what I do. Yeah, with you the hive I mean? mind YouTube stuff. That's what I do. <laughs> um, cool. Cool. Uh, let's. All right. Well, we'll do some more Halloween themed questions when it gets a little closer. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we we close every episode with an excerpt of something. Beautiful. And uh, I did one a while ago that was from Reddit, uh, from the writing prompts subreddit. And I was recently browsing again and found one that's pretty good. It's pretty clever. Beautiful. So, <clears throat> Reddit writing prompts. Um, somebody starts a thread with uh, with a prompt, and then in the comments, people do these little short stories, and. So this writing prompt, well, let me shout out to the to the response I'm going to do. It's Cloud Man, but it's Cloud with an E at the end. So C-L-O-U-D and then E-M-A-N. So Cloud Man wrote the response, but the prompt was, a street vendor sells you a painting that they say depicts whatever the heart truly desires. You bought it because you saw something nice and pretty. Your spouse asks why you bought a painting of something much more disturbing. Uh, So Cloud Man, this is his little short story. I found it. I finally found it. The perfect anniversary present. She didn't have to know what the portrait was. She didn't have to know that the portrait was of another woman, but the resemblance was uncanny that any small detail missing could be embellished as creative license the oil painter took. I didn't even bother haggling the price. I had seen too many people pass by and not look away from this entrancing painting. Excited out of my mind that I found a replacement for some jewelry that seemed to lack the heart a five-year anniversary present should have, I rushed home knowing full well that I have just under an hour until my wife comes home. This left me enough time to set up the painting. It was it was a day early, but I just couldn't wait. I decided on the bedroom for now, and we could discuss exactly where it should go later. So I put it up, uh, lit some candles, and start and start on dinner. Before long, she comes in, glowing as always. I can hardly contain my excitement, but I know I must. I take her purse so she doesn't go upstairs uh, and tell her to sit at the table and everything will be taken care of. She agrees and the plan is going perfect. Dinner goes by without a hitch and we head upstairs where the real surprise awaits. When we open the door, she can hardly look at the picture, covering her face as soon as she sees it. I take this as a good sign at first, but she's crying, not happy crying like I expected. How did you know, she asks. I'm puzzled, but continue on with a, do you like it? This doesn't go over very well as she asks me the same question, this time with a slight anger. Still baffled, I ask, honey, do you not like your self-portrait? This really sets her off as she demands I explain myself. I don't even know what to say. I mean, how could I? Finally, she breaks the silence and asks me more forwardly, how did you know about them? John, Rick, and Dale, you even put Helen. How have you known this whole time? Why did you marry me? Why? Why? Now she's on the ground sobbing. What? How? It it was my turn to ask the questions now. Honey, who are those people to you? And she looks up with tears in her eyes and says, The people I've been sleeping with. You chose these 
this horrific yet very arousing picture to show me my sins and I'm sorry. Could you forgive me? Could you? <laughs> Dang. So. She's sleeping with how many people? Uh, at Three. least four. Oh, four. And on that... Hey. <laughs> at wow. least four that she is fond of. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. guys, wow. man. Another, another day, another podcast. Yeah. And let's see. Over 90 minutes. So wow. We had another topic that we were going to possibly talk about, but, you know... We'll just save got that passionate. One for later. We'll keep that in our back yeah. pocket. Oh um, well, man, this how do has we been even fun. end these? I forget. Goodbye. No. <laughs> bing bong bing, bing bong bing. bong. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you everyone for coming out here. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, please, uh, if you've been listening for a while and haven't rated us yet, please rate us uh, five star, baby, and a comment <laughs> on iTunes. Uh, yes. Yes. You can also find us on. Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Spotify, and iTunes. So yeah, you can't avoid us. No, um, on unstoppable. Our social media, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, are at TDLA Podcast. And you know, email us questions, email us thoughts, um, email us criticism of the show <laughs> <laughs> at TDLA Podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. And, and we're going to post them a lot more on social media. So yeah, look out. It's, uh, it's been crazy, guys. You know, life happens. So Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your patience with us, but hopefully you still enjoy the show. Uh, and Patrick Coffin. Shout out to Patrick Coffin. Always. Uh, hi, happy Mighty Crew. Shout out to him. He does all of our intros, our voiceover at the beginning, and all that fun stuff. So oh, We'll see you all next time. See you next time, dudes. Love, love. Peace. Peace.